This is Minnesota Today for Wednesday, December 20th. I'm NPR News reporter Sarah Tamer. Here's our top story right now. Mayo Clinic is giving Rochester Public Schools $10 million to help it avoid a sweeping and controversial redistricting plan. Catherine Richard reports. The funding will prevent the district from having to close three schools and dramatically scales back a plan to eliminate busing for a host of schools that award spots based on a lottery system. In the meantime, the district will implement new school start times that the board already approved. That includes earlier start times for elementary school students and later start times for middle and high school students. The plan released last month was met with pushback from an array of parents, but also teachers who stood to lose their jobs under the proposal. The district has faced a budget shortfall after previous administrators hired at a faster rate than enrollment. I'm Catherine Richard in Rochester. A group that monitors public health in Minnesota says some key measures worsened last year compared to the previous year and compared to pre-pandemic levels. Julie Sonier is president of Minnesota Community Measurement. She says one of the metrics that saw decline last year was the rate of young children receiving immunizations. Some other measures of preventative care also declined from previous years, which she says is not in the interest of public health. If we miss opportunities to manage chronic diseases or um, to prevent infectious diseases or to catch things early on, all of those things contribute to potentially higher cost in the system later on that affects everyone as well. Sonier says one healthcare measurement that saw improvement last year was the appropriate treatment of acute bronchitis. A Duluth nonprofit is close to doubling the capacity of the region's only culturally specific domestic violence emergency shelter. Dan Crocker reports. The American Indian Community Housing Organization, or ACO, was founded 30 years ago in Duluth to provide transitional housing and a shelter for women fleeing violence. Now, ACO is close to opening an expanded shelter that will be able to serve more than 300 people a year. This week, ACO received a $90,000 grant from Duluth's Ordeen Foundation to help finish the project. Leanne Littlewolf is ACO's executive director. And as one of the first programs ACO created, uh, Dabanuagun carries a long legacy of providing basic needs, including safety and a place to be strengthened through indigenous worldview and in cultural practices. Little Wolf says construction of the shelter is underway and nearly complete. I'm Dan Crocker, Duluth. Here's what else we're watching. Family and friends of Tu Zhur Zong, who was killed while on a trip to Columbia earlier this month, will hold a candlelight vigil in his honor Saturday. The vigil will begin at 4 p.m. at East Ridge High School in Woodbury. The family is asking anyone with memories of Zong that they'd like to share during the vigil to contact them. Zong was a comedian, storyteller, and activist in Minnesota's Hmong community who grew up in St. Paul. He was found dead earlier this month after a group of men reportedly kidnapped and held him for ransom. Abnormally warm weather has forced the cancellation of the planned Minnesota Ice Festival at Viking Lakes in Egan. The festival was set to open January 5th with what organizers hoped would be the world's largest ice maze. Organizers say the extended forecast for above-normal temperatures raised safety concerns about the ice structures. Pre-purchase tickets and gift cards will be refunded. They're also looking for ways to use tens of thousands of pounds of ice that already had been delivered to the venue. In sports, the Wild beat the Boston Bruins last night 4-3 in overtime. Kirill Kaprizov scored twice, including the game winner. Marc-Andre Fleury made 40 saves for the win and goal. The Wild hosts the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow night in St. Paul.
The Timberwolves play the 76ers in Philadelphia tonight. The Wolves have won three straight games. The Gopher men's and women's basketball teams play again on Thursday. The women host Lindenwood at 3 in the afternoon. The men host Ball State that night. And here's a look at the weather. It's mostly cloudy tonight with temps in the lower 30s. Clouds continue Thursday with highs in the lower 40s. The warmer weather continues Friday and Saturday with highs around 40 and 50 degrees. That's it for Minnesota Today. I'm Sarah Tamer. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for more news or weather, be sure to stream us on nprnews.org, download our news app, or catch us on the radio. Have a wonderful night.